When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? Ready or not, we're live. How is everyone? I see a lot of channel members in here today. I saw Nori in there. I am literally just sitting down. I was busy with a couple other things. I'm not sure what's going on with my hair. I'm a little out of breath, but I think this could be a great stream. I think you're going to learn a lot of English, but let me first off, let me teach you a term we say here in the United States off the charts. Off the charts. If something is off the charts, it's really big, it's really high. And it can be good or it can be bad. And guess what? My allergies today off the charts. I went out this morning to take my daughter to work. I just got home pollen is all over my car it's like green drops yellow green drops of pollen i did a members video yesterday sat at the table outside pollen all over the air all over the table everywhere so if you are an allergy struggler if you struggle with your allergies and you live where i live yeah you're probably struggling and i took my uh i took my meds today but i would like to say hey faith i hope i'm saying your name correctly marco's here how are you ivana poland's in the house jake south korea south korea is also in the house elena how are you from even though that might be korean script from russia i believe right of course dr luke is here he's from poland thomas how are you Nori, it's been a little while. She is from Hungary. How are you? And Maria. Maria is here from Argentina. Welcome, everyone. Shea, how are you? How are you? And Aroni is here. He will be moderating the chat. He also has a YouTube channel. If you want to uh, learn a little Italian, check him out. Luke, he's ready. I, I'm ready as well. I'm ready as well. The way this works is, you know, just right here. Just leave your questions in the chat. I will answer them as best I can. I am Brent. Maybe I should introduce myself. This is American English with this guy. If you're watching on replay, thanks for watching. If you're watching here live, drop a question in the chat. I'll do my best to answer it. Hey, and I always like to ask this question, just so we can get to know each other. What country are you from? I just mentioned a few people in the countries they are from, but maybe you can find a, another speaker from your country and practice. Maybe you'll find a language partner here in the chat today. It doesn't have to be from the same country, but a lot of times, if you have the same common native language, can be helpful not always though 
Not always. What country are you from? Is this a question already? Okay, Shea. Nice. I do have a couple stories to tell while we're waiting for questions. But if there is a question, I like it. Oh, and uh, Luke and Maria, they were talking about the uh, live chat tomorrow on Discord. Maria is great at, she moderates that chat. A lot of positive uh, thoughts there. If you would like to become a member, I think I have. I think I have this thing here. Yeah, you could join. Become a member if you'd like. There's there's a link somewhere down there. It's that big blue join button. All right. Did Shea have a question? Shea, uh, I may be talking a little too quickly though. I'm a little excited. I'll try to slow down. What do you call a mall or a shop or something like that? Amazon? You mean? We don't have any malls anymore. Uh, that has too many customers due to its position? Oh, it may be next to a historical or a sightseeing place. Hmm. Well, if something is bustling, I mean, I'm sorry, if something is busy, we might say bustling. That's another way to say busy. Um, but if it has too many customers, we might say it's crowded. So let's talk about those two words there. Bustling. I'll actually write them in the chat versus crowded. I hope I'm understanding the question correctly. But they have two different connotations. Both mean they're busy. They have a lot of customers. So I might say it's bustling. But you said too many customers, which makes me think it's not a good thing. So we might just say crowded, crowded, but it doesn't have to be next to a historical site. It's just, you know, they might, they might see a heavier flow of traffic, a heavier flow of traffic. Oh. And that does not have to be just with cars. A heavier flow of traffic it could also mean people so because they are right next to a touristy kind of place they might see a heavier flow of traffic hope that helps iran is in the house najin how are you how are you mina's here she's from canada hey semiconductor devices great to see you as well how are you is that, is that Persian script or is that Arabic script? I'm sorry, but welcome. I wish I knew that better. Hey, Marco, thank you so much. All right, look at that. Big, bold letters, all caps. I saw it. Question. Maria, thanks for the question. I have a question. Ah, Do you use the word basement to refer to a place on the bottom of a house where you keep stuff or does it have another meaning? Yeah. Good question. I'm actually in my basement right now. I'm in my basement right now. So we have a different term for where I am in. Okay. And it might be a furnished basement. So let's talk about that. So in the United States, if you live in the northern part of the United States, your house probably has a basement. And that is because in the winter, 
if you if you saw Bob the Canadian's chat yesterday, he talked about this. When water freezes, it expands in the winter, and it just messes up our roads. There are bumps, so we have a foundation. All houses have a foundation in English, right? That's what we call it, and that's like the the concrete. Bob the Canadian mentioned this yesterday too. Bottom of your house. It's like what the house sits on. In the south, they don't have basements. They just have a foundation. So we call it in the north foundation. If it's a furnished, uh, sorry, if it's a finished foundation or furnished. Furnished means it would have furniture in it. If it's finished, it's difficult, huh? It means there are rooms. There could be a bathroom in the basement. And that is what my house has. In our basement, it's a finished basement. It's furnished. And it has two bedrooms, the room I am in, and then a bathroom. So, yeah, we would probably use basement. But if you hear finished basement or furnished basement, it means it's not just concrete walls. It probably has like, the regular walls. Bob the Canadian talked about drywalls as well. So drywalls, a little more finished. Hey, Ukraine is in the house. Welcome. Anya's here from Germany. Welcome. Oh, hey, Sita from Brazil. Welcome. All right. Uh, Brent, snazzy, how are you? Yeah, I answer. Yeah, just a hey, great question. Just put your questions in the chat and i answer them when i see them i hope i never skip your question but if i miss it just write it again i will i will uh yeah 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 so there was a member's video yesterday though we we had a little problem hey we had and i think i wrote this back to you nori um Let's do this right here. So just to catch you up, just to bring you up to speed. If you've missed something, let me catch you up. Let me bring you up to speed. One of my children had had a slight problem this week. I missed a day of work because of it. Uh, Actually, I worked from home. I worked from home. So I still taught that day. But it, it wasn't a major problem. It was just... It was a little bump in the road. It was a minor setback. That's another way to say a small problem. Nothing major. Uh, and, and I didn't want to embarrass my child. So I didn't say exactly which one. But my son has a hockey game today. And my daughter is at work. So yeah, things are back to normal as normal as normal gets, right? Oh, I don't snazzy. Thanks for asking the question. I just don't know if I know the answer. What does it mean? It's like riddles in the dark. All right. This is not an American saying, but I think there is enough there that I can figure it out. So, To me, this sounds like something 
you have no idea about. You don't have a clue. If there is something very confusing, I hope I hope this English live stream is not like riddles in the dark. I hope I'm not speaking too quickly. I hope I'm using words that you understand. So to me, Snazzy, it sounds like something that is confusing. It's like riddles in the dark because a riddle is something you have to solve. It might not be easy. Uh, in the United States, if you're in the dark about something, it means you don't know. So if two friends are planning a surprise party for you, you would hopefully be in the dark. You wouldn't know about those plans. All right. Thanks, Snazzy, for the question. I hope that helps. Looking through the chat for more questions. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Oh, my. I don't have my glasses on. Uh, that's those are my glasses. I would see much better, but there is sometimes a glare. I read this really quickly and thought it was soiled my pants, which is gross. And I don't think I even want to go into what that means. But foiled my plans. That's that's much different. Okay. Soiled my pants. That's just gross. I don't want to go into what that means. You might be able to figure it out. But now I probably can't find. Okay. But foiled my plans. That I do know. Okay. I have a question. Could you explain about the word foil? Like in this sentence, the power outage foiled my plans. Yes, I can. I can. So it just means uh, spoiled is very close to foiled. It just means to mess up, to interfere. So maybe you and a loved one, maybe a boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, you were going to sit down and watch a movie. You were going to Netflix and chill that night. But, wink, wink, but the power, it went out. And so you couldn't watch your favorite show. It's, it's, it foiled your plans. So you had some plans and then it messed them up. That happens. It happens. I actually made a video last year about how we lost power told a story about losing power in the morning. It was fun. It woke me up. Ah. Nakistrin. I hope I said your name correctly. Looks like my internet is having trouble here. Hopefully everything is working well. We had to um, have the internet fixed this week. On Wednesday, a man from the internet company came over and fix our internet. We pay a lot of money for internet, and it wasn't working. And now I got a little symbol saying it's not working so well. But that might be wrong. Hopefully. Hopefully we're not laggy. All right. Breezy's here. Welcome, Breezy. Yeah, one problem of speaking fluent English. Can I help? Yes. So I think a lot of teachers 
would see this as a problem. Like, oh no, you can't speak English fluently. I think it's a good thing because if you are understanding what I'm saying, you're like halfway there. Keep plugging away. Keep working really hard like you have been. Keep listening to videos. Listening is huge. Watching helps, but listening is really big. And I think give yourself a year, give yourself two years, it will happen. Listen, 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 and it will help you speak. Now, if you want to find a a speaking partner, that's the absolute best way to become better at speaking is to actually speak. But don't worry if you don't have enough time to sit with a tutor or a language partner, that listening will help you. Listening, I will probably be here for an hour. I'm trying to speak clearly. Listening to me speak, it will help you with your speaking. It won't be like a switch. One day I can't speak, one day I can, but over time. Think about yourself in six months from now. I bet you will be able to speak better than you can now. It's part of the process. You have to learn to listen first, understand the language, and then you can turn that around and start speaking. But I'm right there with you. I've been learning Italian for two years and two months. The speaking is tough. You know what you can do, though? What I I do sometimes. And I don't care. People might think I'm weird. I, I think they do already. But I will speak to myself out loud. Usually it's an empty room, but not always, but mostly, mostly an empty room. But if you can find an empty room, just speak to yourself. Talk about your day. There's less pressure. You don't have to perform for somebody. Yeah, I think it'll help. I think it will help. What country are you from? Let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of that. Get rid of that. Okay. Back to the comments. Uh, that's a good question, Amina. So a couple of weeks ago, I did a live lesson on taking a citizenship test. It is tough. And as I said before, I think a lot of native English speakers in the United States would have a hard time because they ask a lot of history. And some of it is... Uh, obscure. If something is obscure, it's not well known. Obscure. It's not really well known. So I am not exactly sure what happens if you fail. Uh, Because it does cost money to take that test. So I'm not sure if you have to pay each time to take it. I know, and this may be an inside joke for Amina, but I know if you fail your driving test, you have to pay for it again. I'm not sure if it's like that with the citizenship test. I don't know. Uh, Linda, welcome. Benvenuto. Benvenuto. Is it, if you, if you are a woman, should I say it differently? Benvenuta? Or benvenuto? 
mi amica. Benvenuto. Benvenuta. All right. Uh, Linda is from Italy. So welcome. Breezy is here. Oh, teacher. We've been in lack of electricity and other resources. Oh, no. So you haven't had... Um, sometimes we call them uh, blackouts. Okay. Let's make it... Uh, make it a little advanced here if you lose electricity frequently if you lose electricity often we would call it rolling blackouts that's maybe a little advanced right there but rolling blackouts it means it happens often a blackout is when you lose electricity but rolling blackouts it lets people know it happens often. So from what I've heard, I don't think we have anybody in the chat from North Korea. North Korea has rolling blackouts. They will lose power almost every day, right? At night. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Breezy. Every day. A little bit of practicing, I think, right? Oh, Amina. Great question. What's the most difficult? Is it learning to read? Is it learning to write? Or is it learning to speak? Well, I think everybody is different, right? But, hmm, it's a good question. I would think that speaking is probably the most difficult. And these are all, um, we would say these all fall into the category of output. Listening, or no, reading would be input. Uh, listening and reading is input. So you have to do less work, right? Because somebody has already done the work for you. They've done the speaking or they've done the writing. So I would rank them like this. The reading is probably the easiest because good readers in your native language or in your target language of English, they do the same thing. You may have a sentence with 10 words, you may know seven of them, you can still get the gist of the sentence, the meaning of the sentence, the gist. Gist. So I would say that reading would probably be the easiest. Now, it's not easy, but of those three, it's the easiest. Writing would be the next easiest because you have more time. Your audience is not waiting for you to produce that writing. You can look it over, go back over it, rewrite. Speaking, a lot of pressure. Somebody is probably waiting for your answers, waiting to hear what you say. So I think that, I think that, but everyone's a little different. Shea, you had a black... You had a rolling blackout every day? Oh, where do you, what country do you live in? Henry's here. Henry is here. Welcome, Henry. Brian, how are you? Yeah, I would agree. I think, yeah, speaking, ah, it's so much pressure, right? Like, oh no, are they going to understand me? I think reading, uh, reading's the most fun though. Lena does English. How are you? What about a power outage? Yes. Power outage. That would be a one-time thing. 
Hopefully I'm close enough to the mic. Yeah. Like yesterday we had a power outage. Yesterday we had a power outage. Yesterday we had a blackout. Yeah. Nicely done. Nicely done. Another question. Ask away. Ask away. Do you know some British podcaster? Would you arrange a chat with some of them? I I don't know any British podcasters. I do know if you are from Poland. And I think there are a couple people in the chat from Poland. Ivana. Ivana might be still here. Dr. Luke. Adriana. She may not be here, but uh, I think there might be a collab or two in the future with some Polish uh, YouTubers. But uh, I don't know anybody in the in the UK. But there's some time. Nori, glad to see you back. Hope all is well. Dear Brent, I have a question. Cave in. Does it mean something like give in? So when you lean to do as someone else would like you to do, 100%. Now, I don't do this with my children. And you may think I'm a horrible father, but maybe when they were younger, we would go to the store. They might want some candy. Daddy, can I have some candy? No. Daddy, can I have some candy? No. Daddy, can I have some? So I might have to yell. I might have to yell. I would would keep saying no. And then I had to turn the mic off because I was yelling a little too loud. But if I caved in, I might say yes on the third. Daddy, can I have a... But I, I didn't cave in. I stuck to my guns. That's another way to say you didn't cave in. I stuck to my guns. YouTube will probably take this video down because I said guns, but you have to learn English. So YouTube, do what you have to do. If you stick to your guns, that means you don't cave in. You don't give in. All right. Great question. Great question. Yeah. And Siwoo, she says writing. So that's why everyone's a little bit different. It's an opinion. Uh, but the more you do it, the better you would get. Now, when you're learning English, maybe you don't think you will write much. So that can be one less thing you have to study. I would encourage you to try to write because it is an easier way to produce English. But you do you. That's what we say in English. You do you. If you don't like writing, don't do it. Maybe, I think there are very few people who feel this way, but maybe when you're learning English, you don't want to speak. So don't practice speaking. But I I do think it's hard to learn English without listening. I really, I don't know if Ario is here, but Ario and I are big fans of Steve Kaufman. And he has a great YouTube channel about learning languages he's a native english speaker but he says listening is the key listening listening i hope i'm not typo say typo typo 
did I make a typo? I may have made a typo. So when you make a mistake, when you're writing, mostly typing, is it always typing? Yeah, probably always typing. You make a typo if you make a mistake. I'm not a great speller, but I make a lot of typos. Luke's English is British. I Yeah, I don't know Luke's English. Maybe I'll check him out. He's Is he big? If he's big, he probably, ah, American English with that guy? No way. Too small. I need to find small YouTubers. Ah, small-ish. 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 So anytime you want to be like, oh, uh, how do we say ish? You can add ISH to a lot of things to make it close. So you can put that suffix on the end. Let's say you're meeting a friend for dinner and you say, do you want to meet at seven? Let's say seven-ish because I might be a little late. So you can add ish to a lot of adjectives to let that person know eh, a little more, a little less. So you want to meet at seven? Yeah, look at that. Breezy. Yeah, like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Drawing a blank. When you can't think of something, you draw a blank. But let's stick with that. I want to do more, but I can't think of any more. Because I wanted to say, oh, it's it's hottish out here. Hottish, it doesn't work. I mean, people would know what you're saying. We just don't use it. It is going to be hot out today. 84 degrees Fahrenheit. But because the United States is the only country that uses Fahrenheit, nobody knows what I'm saying, right? And I wish I knew the Celsius, but I don't. Hey, Nick, Nick, I, you asked earlier, do I remember you? I do. I do, Nick, 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 Nick. It's a tongue twister. Schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. So uh, schizophrenia, you know, it's a condition in the mind. I'm not a psychologist. I don't know exactly what schizophrenia is. I just know that I don't want it. So I can't diagnose it. But British sounds childish. Yeah, so when we use the uh, ish with British, it doesn't really work, right? British, the British. Oleg, you don't like British English? That's right. American English. This is not British English with that guy or this guy. It's American English. Right. Oh, Luke is British. Luke is British. Smallish. That works. Smallish. Uh, 120K. Is that big? I think it is. I don't think it's smallish. I think it's, I think it's pretty big. Shea, the best students in English I have in my class are the ones who speak and listen to songs and movies. I think speaking is the best way to learn. There, yeah, there are some people who think you should speak from day one. Are they wrong? No, because some people like that better. I feel the opposite. I think I like 
I like uh, listening for a long time before I speak. Is it wrong? No. Just do it every day. Just do it every day, right? Every day. Shea knows. Shea knows. All right. What's the difference between incident and circumstances? What's the difference between incident and circumstances? This is a good question. It's a good question. So let's think of an incident. Car crash. Okay. That's the incident. So an incident is a thing that happens. There was an incident yesterday at Walmart. There actually was an incident yesterday. I wanted to go to Walmart yesterday, but somebody got shot. Like, I'm not kidding. In the town over from me, somebody got shot at the Walmart. Yeah, in the parking lot. That's happened twice in like the last four years. One person died. The other person, they survived. Yesterday, I think they survived. There was a fight in the parking lot. Somebody, YouTube's going to take this down. They're going to take this down. So the incident is a car crash. Let's stay away from the other thing. Uh, what are the circumstances? So circum comes from Latin, meaning around. Circum, circum. So the incident was a car crash. What were the circumstances? Well, this person had alcohol and they were driving drunk. That's what caused it. So the incident is what happened. The circumstances are what happened around it. Could be the cause. Well, it was late at night. The person didn't see the other car. Those were the circumstances. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. All right, I'm just going to peek in on a conversation. Let's see who telling Maria. Oh, Graham Norton. I like Graham Norton too. He's funny. Um, yeah. And he's British though, right? Um, so, you know, with YouTube, and I do this a lot in Italian, you can change the speed. So maybe it's not the speed that's giving you trouble. Maybe it's all of the British phrasal verbs or the British sayings or terms or slang. But yeah, Aroni says Americans. I'm not sure why he's saying that, but Americans. Nice. Oh no, snazzy. I don't know if I should say that. Um, it's not really swearing, so maybe I will say it. Uh, yeah, douchey. Um, man, I'm just trying to think of like a typical kind of. If something is not nice, we might say that it's. It's that thing. I said it once. I don't want to say it again. But, um, oh, man, it's hard to describe. Um, fraternity guys. Does that mean anything to anybody? Think of college. Think of a, a guy wearing a hat backwards. We might call him that word right there. I don't know. It's a, it's a subtle thing. But um, so let's say you're dating I'll be I'll be a guy for a second. Let's say you're dating a woman, okay? And your best friend tries to steal her? That would be a douchey thing to do. That that's probably the best example I can come up with. Yeah, that's a great word. It's a great word. Um thank you. nice beard. Thank you, semiconductor. I like the beard because it hides my face. But my wife Jamie 
wants me to shave it. So maybe this summer I will shave and then I will look uh, look strange to everybody. Pakistani. I would love to visit Pakistan one day. Uh, Lahore, I've heard, is an amazing city. Ah, yeah, Karachi. Uh, I've seen a lot of videos about Pakistan. It's like, I would like to visit Pakistan one day. I would love to go to the border of India and Pakistan and see the ceremonies from both countries. Be great. All right, um, Nori. Dear Brent, another question. That's what we're here for. I'm glad you're asking questions. Thank you. If someone is forthcoming, um, when a teen is curious about the world, desires to go out, uh, enjoy life, I don't know. When I hear forthcoming, I automatically think honest. So if someone is someone is forthcoming with you, it means they're being honest with you. So I would think that is the best definition. Um, so if a child, you know, breaks something and you ask that child, did you break this? And they say no, but you know they broke it. You might say, hey, why aren't you being forthcoming with me? Let me know. So I, I think that's the best one. Honest would be the best synonym for forthcoming. Just check in the chat to make sure I don't miss anything. Does it work with time? A flourish. So a flourish, thanks, Lena, for the question, um, would mean a bunch of things at once. So the first thing that came to my mind was fireworks. In the United States, we have the 4th of July coming up. And that's when we celebrate our country's independence. We broke from the British. See, that's why we don't speak British English. And for most parties on the 4th of July, they will have fireworks to celebrate. And at the end... There's a flourish of fireworks. So a lot of fireworks at once. So that was the first thing. But with time, Lena, maybe you could use an example. But a flourish. Um, no, I don't. I'm trying to think of one with time. If you need an example, I can tell you if it worked. All right, let me go down and see here. You know, you know what I should do? Because I sometimes, you know, I sometimes forget the members. Let's go. Let's get members chat going. I think I did that. Let's pull. Get rid of that. I think I did it right. Let's see. Did I do it? I think so. So I am way behind on the chat, it looks like. Let me look at some other things down here. Hey, Rob, Brazilian English teacher here. Welcome, welcome. He has a channel where he teaches YouTube or English on YouTube. Check it out. Can we talk? Can we talk about tongue twisters? Yeah, we could. We could. Which one? Which one can I say? Let me take a sip of water. Tongue twister. Sally sells seashells by the seashore. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if woodchuck could chuck wood? 
Those are some tongue twisters. Gosh. Yeah, tongue twisters are, are fun. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? There you go. Uh, Oleg, it's close. Like, I wouldn't want to say that word in front of my mom or my kids. Um, it's not, it's not a cut. It's close. Okay. It's close. I'd love to see him talking to Brent and Bob on a live stream. Who is that? Who are we talking about? Who would we like to get in here talking on a live stream? If, if you're still talking about Graham Norton, I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. He interviewed like Tom Hanks last week. I would love it. I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, maybe, maybe it's Luke's English. Well, if you're a fan of Luke's English, say, hey, Luke's English. Leave a comment. Say, Brent, this guy, American English. Let's go. Let's get together. Collab. Collab. Right, Maria. Oh, okay, Luke. Okay. Luke from England. He's a stand-up comedian? Oh, wow. Cool. Oh, Bob and I are the best. Thank you. I, I think Bob's the best. I really do. He's great. That's why I'm in his live streams. I'm learning from him. He's great. He's awesome. Thank you. I think I missed my calling. If you missed your calling, it means you should have done something else with your life. So I think I missed my calling as a rapper. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? And Chris is in the house. Welcome, Chris. Welcome. Hey, Nori, we've missed you. You always have great questions. Uh, hit a snag. You nailed it. Is it something unexpected, a hidden obstacle, a drawback? Yes, all of those things. Yeah, Nori has a great understanding of English. She often will invent new terms that work perfectly. I love listening to Nori speak. So, yeah, this week, my family, we hit a little snag when uh, one of my children got sick. Just, just a little snag. A little snag. Robson, the truth is I've been studying English for more than one year. That's, that's so... That's, that's so little time. That's so little time. I still have questions. Learning languages is awesome because we're learning about culture as well. Boom. Can I pin this comment somewhere? That's a great comment right there. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yep. He nailed it. But the one year, you know, literally, I have been studying English for 45 years. Right? I guess I did it as a baby before I could talk. I still have questions. And I think that's also another beautiful thing is that you will never stop learning. Like I picked up Italian when you pick something up. It's another way to say you're learning it. I started picking up Italian two years ago. I don't ever plan on stopping. And I realize it's, I'm under no pressure to learn. I know that some people, when they're learning English, there is pressure. 
maybe a new job. Uh, learning English can really change your life. You know, you might make more money. You might move to a different country. I understand. So when native English speakers learn languages, it's probably a little different for us. But yeah, love that, Robson. Great quote. Pin it if I could. Pin it. When I pin it, it's like I put it at the top. So. All right. Wash hands. Was that supposed to be an emoji? Wash hands. When you wash your hands of something, it means you're done with it. You're done. So let's say I wash my hands of, oh, let's say I have a neighbor and I don't like them very much. And I've tried. I've tried to be nice to them, but we just don't get along. But I wash my hands of them. I'm done. I hope you never wash your hands of English. I hope you continue to learn English. Maria. Just as in Brazil and Italy, I feel like I'm in my own country. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, similar languages, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese. What? The new Apple Watch has an app to help you wash your hands? Is it that hard? Soap, water, hands. You need you need like you need three things. Apple thinks we need help washing our hands. Apple, if it wasn't for you, I would have forgotten how to wash my hands. Well, Apple, you're better than that. Can we have a time traveling app? I would like that so we could time travel. I don't, I don't need help washing my hands. Oh, really? Is the Apple Watch... Ooh, is it waterproof? There's another term right there. If it's waterproof, then the Apple Watch can get splashed with water and it doesn't matter. I bet it is. But I, there are some people out there Nobody in the chat. There are some people that would get their watch wet, washing their hands. Now my watch doesn't work. So, Jake, sorry. don't be sorry. Keep asking questions so I don't have to say dumb things about Apple watches. Another question. What's the difference? What is different with excessive ooh, and violent? Okay, so excessive is another way to say too much. So maybe a video game has excessive violence. So for some people, it would mean it has too much. So violent and excessive, though, are, are quite different, but they can be used together. So excessive violence, like too much, too much. Right? Oh, the 20 seconds is hard. Lena, you know what we do? You know what we teach children in the United States? We say, wash your hands and sing happy birthday at the same time. So, you know, two-year-olds, soap, hands, water, 
Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Done. That that was only a five second song, but if you sing the whole thing, it's like 20. Apple. Come on, Apple. Oh, I love this. Beatles. All right, let's learn uh oh, my hair here. Um, I cut my own hair. Can you tell? What is my favorite Beatles album? Uh, that's sort of easy. Um, and Marco, if you could put your favorite Beatles album down, that would be great. I got to go white album just because it's the longest. It's two albums, the white album, but Abbey road is pretty amazing. It's, I said it was easy, but it's probably the white album. The Beatles white album. All right. What? The Apple Watch? Is it? What doesn't fit my rapper career? Is it the Apple Watch? Rappers can wear Apple Watches, can't they? Uh, probably something else. I missed it. Yellow, Yellow Submarine. Yellow Submarine. Abbey Road. That's what I'm talking about. Abbey Road. Classic. That last bit with You Never Give Me Your Money. The be- this is this is amazing. This is how awesome the Beatles are. Their last real song is called The End. That's how they end their last album, The End. I know Her Majesty is a couple seconds later, but oh. Do the impressions. Oh, sorry, do the expressions. Have it out for someone and have it in for someone have the same meaning yeah they do actually yeah so here's another one too come together come together here comes the sun rod says exactly classics you got john lennon writing come together you got george harrison writing here comes the sun um so if you have it out for someone or if you have it in for someone, we do. We use both of those. Or if you're gunning for someone. We might say that too. Gunning for someone? Yeah, for some reason you don't like them and you want bad things to happen to them. Uh, it could be with sports. Maybe you're playing someone in tennis. I know Aroni plays tennis. Um, and if you're gunning for them, it means you really want to beat them. But if you're at a job and you're gunning for one of your coworkers or you have it out for them, um, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that means like uh, you hope they get fired or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's always a bad thing. Always a bad thing. All right. Panthera Nori bumped into this expression, a fit of peak can you explain this fit of geez i don't know if that is british english or not we i can talk about peak okay that's how that's that's how that's written right here okay i mean that's how it's pronounced it's kind of a weird word isn't it peak um you might hear it like this so hopefully this helps 
when something grabs your attention, you might say, piqued my interest. It piqued my interest. So when I saw that Beatles question from Marco, I'm like, ooh, that piques my interest. I had to answer that question. So maybe you're scrolling through whatever at Netflix and you see a movie that piques your interest. I means you'll want to watch it. You want to watch it. Uh, oh man, Robson. Do I like Elvis? Not really. Love the song. Can't help falling in love. Masterpiece. I don't really like Elvis much. Love that song. Love that song. So my favorite band, Dave Matthews Band, plays a song called The Stone, which is my favorite song from them. And when they do it live, the last part of the song, or the outro, the last part of the song, they go into Elvis's Can't Help Falling in Love. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Literally, a couple tears maybe. When I see it live, because they don't do that song live, I think I've seen it uh, three times. It's kind of rare. Like, oh, it's good. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Oh, we got we got to shut the chat down. Mode is here. We have no idea what Mode is going to say. I asked him what his language is, what his native language is. He said sarcasm. So. We know what kind of, I'm worried. Moderators, please watch what he says. JK, just kidding. JK, mode is here. I think it's French. I think you. I think I found out your native language is French. Look at that mode. I gotta, I gotta pull this out of the chat. Um, mode is late as usual. Mode is late. Uh, but he said, um, I think mode's a guy mode, um, sneezing fit. Yeah. At the beginning of this live stream, I said the allergies, the pollen today for my allergies so bad, but sneezing fit. That's a great, that's a great use right there. So sometimes if you sneeze one after the other, if you sneeze a bunch of times in a row, you can call it a sneezing fit one after the other. Nice. Like it. All right. Aman. Hey teacher, how are you doing? Doing pretty well. Hope you are too. Can you explain the phrase? Oh, that ship has sailed. Yeah, I can. Yeah. That ship has sailed. It means you had a chance at something, but it's gone. You don't have that chance anymore. I, let's pretend, I wanted to be a rapper when I was younger. I could say a couple tongue twisters, but then it didn't happen for me. And now at 45, my chances of becoming a rapper, probably not going to happen. That ship, ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. So... I just did a uh, lesson on how to talk about trying new things. And I said, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I said, I didn't believe in that. But it, when it comes to my rapping career, 
think that ship has sailed. So anytime there was a chance at doing something and now there is no chance, we say that ship has sailed. Hope that helps. Oh, okay. Uh, Marco, I know a lot of Beatles fans say revolver. Yeah, that's, that's a very popular choice. Yeah. You're not wrong. You could say any Beatles album and guess what? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Revolver four. No one. Yeah. Eleanor Rigby's on that one. Uh, Yellow submarine. I think did they, they was that original? I think that was originally on revolver. So eh, we won't talk about that one, but yeah, it's solid album, solid album. For no one, man. Paul, Paul's voice on that one is awesome. Just looking through the chat. Um, yeah, Lena. So yeah, fit. When we're talking about a tantrum, when somebody gets really mad, we might say they are throwing a tantrum. Little kids, you can picture a small child in a store. Their dad says, you can't have candy. Pounding their fists on the floor, laying on the ground, throwing a tantrum. Excuse me. Throwing a tantrum. Thankfully, my kids never did that. Oh, be so embarrassing. But it happens. Yeah, a fit of anger. A fit of rage. Fit of anger. Fit of rage. Uh, let's see. There's a bunch of good questions here. Oh, geez. All right. A beacon of light refers to a slight hope you can see on the horizon when you are in a difficult situation. Nori couldn't have said it better. Yeah. You might hear beacon of light, beacon of hope, a beacon. Let's talk about a beacon, not bacon, a beacon, not the food that some people can't eat because it's pork bacon beacon you know what bacon is right b-a-c-o-n a beacon is actually light it's like something off in the distance giving like a glow so you could have a beacon of light like a lighthouse if you're in the ocean and you just see a lighthouse in the distance that could be a beacon a beacon is light directing you somewhere. Um, if you're walking in the woods and you have a flashlight, you could even say that was a beacon, a beacon. So yeah, that's it right there. I couldn't have said it better. Couldn't have said it better. Uh, Ali, train has departed. Ship has sailed. Nice. Anya's here. She'll also be moderating the chat. Hey, could you, Anya, keep an eye? Keep an eye on Mode. Never know what he's going to say. Keep an eye on him. Thank you for moderating. Just kidding. Is Mode still here? He is. All right. He's still here. We'll keep an eye on him. If you keep an eye on somebody, it, it means you watch them. Because hmm? yeah. you never know what Mode is going to say. Funny guy. Funny guy. Maria and Mode will get that. All right, so Beta, how are you? 
One of my friends said my children are not children. Is this sentence correct? Yeah, it could be. Um, why would they say that? Maybe, maybe they're grown children. So I would still, so my children are 13 and 14. So I might say that they're teenagers. I might still say they're children. But when they get to be like 20, we might say grown children. So maybe that's why they were saying my children are not children. They could have added any more. My children are not children anymore. They're all grown. You know, maybe something like that. Ah, this is a great question. We do this in English quite a bit, Jake. So the reason those two words mean the same thing. They mean the same thing. But mischievous or mischievous, two pronunciations there. And mischief, one is an adjective and one is a noun. So you might say that small boy is mischievous. He likes to get in trouble. He causes a lot of mischief. So mischief is the noun. Mischievous is the adjective. So with the adjective, you're describing nouns. Mischievous little boy. Got to watch out for him. I bet Mode. I bet Mode was a mischievous little boy when he was a little boy. Please tell me, Mode, you are you are you are a boy, right? I'm assuming. Could be a woman. I don't know. Sorry. But since Mode will not tell me their native language, they might not tell me their gender. And you know what? It's not that important. It's not that important. The line has moved on. Ship has sailed. Adios. See ya. Done. It's done. Oh, it's too bad. Oh, your interpretation. James Woods. Hey, I love your work. Great actor. James Woods is here. Welcome. Your interpretation regarding an acquisition of, I don't even know that word. I don't even know that word. Amalgorating? One English. We should have, we should have James Woods on. Maybe he could teach us a little bit. Thank you, James. Thank you for dropping in. Oh, no way. Ah, mode. Native language. Oh, so he wouldn't tell me what his native language is, but he will tell Maria. I see how it is. I see how it is. Well, I now know. I now know. Beacon. Beacon. That's uh, that, I don't know. That's how it's uh, pronounced. Beacon. Oh, no. It wasn't obvious. Mode. Short for Muhammad. Nice. Listen, nothing is obvious with me. You have to tell me like I'm a two-year-old. Yeah. No, I missed it. Went right over my head. If you miss something that's obvious, we can say, went right over my head. No idea. Mode. Welcome. Mode. Yeah, but I could see Moa because that's the first four. Moa, but Mode. Okay, it's good to know. Good to know. Friends. We talking about friends? We talking about the reunion? Hmm. 
just looking through the chat here. Hey, I did uh, want to point out something. Am I missing any questions? While we have a little lull in the questions, then a lull is when you had something, it went away, and it might come back. So think about a storm and it's raining. If there is a lull in the storm, it means it was raining, it stopped, but you think it'll start again. So we have a lull in the questions. Oh, an apostrophe. Uh, so let me uh, let me just do this here. I put up yesterday that my daughter, she works in a bakery. And it was National Donut Day yesterday. We have all of these national days here in the United States. Not many are celebrated, but she works at a bakery. She's there right now. She works at a bakery. And at the end of the day, there were some leftover donuts. They were left over. So they were either going to be thrown away or she could bring them home. So she brought all of those donuts home last night. I think she had one. I tried a bite of one because, um, let's see, I hope my cursor is working here, but there is cereal, breakfast cereal on this one right here. It's fruity pebbles. I don't know if you have fruity pebbles in your country. And I tried one bite and it was like a little too sweet for me. So we still have a lot of donuts. If you were here and this wasn't virtual, like, hey, help yourself. Take some donuts. If you hear somebody say help yourself, just means, yeah, it's free. Take it. Help yourself to those donuts. Help yourself to the food in my fridge. But today, let's get rid of this. In the United States, I found this. It is National Gingerbread Day. Now, nobody celebrates National Gingerbread Day, but it is National Gingerbread Day. What happens if I push this? Oh, it's going to bring up a oh, it's going to bring up a recipe for a gingerbread cake. So, it's going to be 84 degrees out today. I don't think anybody is baking cakes today. Like if it was National Gingerbread Day in December, it's a little cooler. We have some holidays around that time. Some people make gingerbread houses. I can see National Gingerbread Day, but Donut Day, people will show up for Donut Day because we like donuts. Gingerbread in the summer doesn't quite work. Not so much. All right. Ginger. I love I love gingerbread too, but it's just going to be so hot out. I don't want to bake anything in the oven. Maybe if someone else baked it for me. Oh yeah, gingerbread is great. Oh, hey, there was in that picture there was some bacon. There was some bacon there. All right, we have been here for about an hour. Some of you have been here this whole hour. 
I have a few things I got to do today. Got a few things I got to do today. Do you hear I've said that? Gotta. Instead of saying, I have a few things I have to do today. I got a few things I got to do today. So I want to thank you all for stopping by. Lena, Siwoo, Rod, welcome. Anya, thanks for holding down the fort. When you hold down the fort, you watch things. Like if I'm a teacher, I am. I might say to another teacher, hey, I need to run to the bathroom. Can you hold down the fort? That means they watch my class. But hey, Anya, Rod, Aroni, thanks for holding down the fort. Thanks for, um, there aren't many, we don't have many uh, spammers in here, many trolls. Channel's, channel's so small, but thanks for looking out. Thanks for looking out. Hey, thank you. It's your first time here? Well, I remember, I remember you from the comments, Lena. So I'm glad you could join us here in the chat for the first time. Welcome. I try to do this every Saturday at about the same time. My kids are busy. Sometimes I have to change the time, but this seems to work well for a lot of people. So Mode, thank you. Thank you. Always good to see you. Always good to see you. I'm out of here now, but um, I'll have some lessons this week. I start vacation on Wednesday. So I might upload a little more. I might do a midweek live. Yes, I think I will on Wednesday. Be on the lookout. I think I'll do a midweek live. Oh, check it out. Check it out. Ah, thank you, Siwoo. It grows on you. I keep seeing things in the comment. I'm trying to leave, but yeah, I have that effect on people. I grow on them. They don't like me at first, but then they start liking me after a while. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. See, I knew what you meant, but uh, yeah, it grows on you. Like um, what's a food like pickles. When you try pickles at first, you might not like them, but it grows on you over time. You like it more. Siwoo, thank you so much for being a member. A couple shout outs to some members that I see. Maria, thank you so much. Amina, thank you for all your support. Breezy, not a member, but probably a subscriber and watches. So Breezy, thank you so much. Oh, Nichen, thank you so much. You guys are the best. Always a fun time. I got to leave now. I keep, I, I'll never leave. I keep wanting to stay, but I have, I have some things to do. I have some things to do. Thank you so much. Adios, amigos.